You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode number 63. Are you ready for 2016? I will be, and I wanted you to be too. I'm excited to announce my first mastermind coaching program with you in mind. It starts January 11th, 2016. So if you're listening to this before this date, you can learn more at www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind. Read all the details so you can make an informed decision. The website again is www.ericwsue.com forward slash mastermind. See you in the mastermind. Oh, before I forget, I will be offering a special early bird special price for this mastermind from Monday, December 28th until Wednesday, December 30th. Act fast before this sells out as I only have 10 spots. Are you a first time listener? If you are, then welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode and all the past episodes. For all my longtime listeners, thank you for your continued support. You all can help this podcast by rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher as it improves our ranking in the podcast world. Now, would it be okay if your friends began living a healthier lifestyle or ate more salads because of this podcast? If yes, then share it with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast. The one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a cool and versatile fitness trainer with us today, and you'll know why. His name is Derek Laris. We will be talking about Foundation for Optimal Health. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Derek. Derek, are you ready to make it happen? <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me be on the show. I, you know, I'm really excited about this. Great. Excellent. Um, so Derek was going to share with us a little bit more about who he is. He's so versatile and kind of unique. So I was going to give him the floor and just allow him to share a little bit more about who he is. All right, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I've been in the health industry for about eight years now. Started off as a trainer, uh, just a personal trainer, and really just explored the health world, traveling from California to Houston to meet, you know, the, the, the doctors that, you know, wrote the books right now. And I learned all about different kinds of nutritional approaches, and based off that information, you know, I, I just spread the word to people that, you know, need that help or ha- need that help to make that first big decision to go to that foundational health. Excellent. Very good. And um, before we move on to all that, could you share with us one cool or unique fact about yourself? My audience really loves this part. <laughs> Probably the most interesting thing that I do is actually foraging. I, I really wanted to dive deep into food, food science, you know, and the best way to really know about food is to go where it's grown, you know, in the wild. So, you know, that I think that, you know, explains exactly what I'm talking about, you know, really trying to figure out what the foundation is. And I enjoy learning all about different foods. So I actually go out in the wilderness and I, and I forage different foods and, and learn about different forage foods or wild foods. Excellent, excellent. There might be one or two listeners out there, or maybe even more. There's a whole, probably a whole community of people who do this, and maybe we can talk about all that. Um, but 
Yeah, you would actually be surprised. There's quite a div, uh, quite a bit of uh, different uh, foraging clubs, and obviously mushroom hunters and things like that out there. Very good, very good. And um, but let's actually go into that a little bit, Derek, uh, if we could. Um, you know, you, you kind of tied it to the foundational side of things for optimal health. And uh, what is it about foraging that that makes it uh, foundational, or what does it kind of tie in? How does it tie in? Well, one of my favorite uh, quotes uh, is from Dr. Rhodes. He explained that back in the 1930s, I believe, they did a soil test. And then they did another soil test in 1996. And what we found out is that it takes about 47 bowls of salad to match one bowl of salad from the 1930s. Mm. So the nutrient density has just been destroyed from pesticides, chemicals, poor farming practices, basically. So that led to me like, okay, what's the best possible food I can put in my diet? And that's wild foods, untouched or minimally influenced uh, uh, food or soil, uh, basically minimally influenced by people. Mm-hmm. You know, where can, I, where can I find that? Where can I get the best possible foods? And that, that was the wilderness. So it, it's, it kind of sounds a little bit crazy, but, I, you know, I just do it for fun, and it was just something educational. And uh, fast forward, basically, I, you know, actually, we turned back, you know, I was a personal trainer mm-hmm. and, you know, felt like I was the healthiest person, you know. And as I aged, you know, I started about when I was about 22 years old. By the time I hit about 25 years old, I, I just kind of notice something. I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I, I don't feel right anymore. Mm. I don't feel right on a daily basis. I get headaches, allergies. I, you know, it, it's not too personal, but you know, digestive issues, mm. you know, I eat certain foods and it doesn't feel right in my stomach or feel like I got to take a nap right, right after. And, you know, anxiety, stress, you know, things, everything I'm listening right now is things that people deal with on a daily basis. And I was one of those people, I was just like, that's, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. We should feel good every single day. We should get enough sleep. We should have tons of energy throughout the day. And we shouldn't have to deal with these minor or major illnesses. And that basically made me start exploring the nutritional world. Like, what, what's going on? What's going on with our body? And I just couldn't accept the fact that I had to go about my day every single day with these minor ailments that, you know, that would bring me down. And I noticed that in other people. So that made me explore, you know, more of the nutritional side as a personal trainer. And, you know, I, I would get stuck. And we live in that world of that informational chaos mm. called Google, where we can just Google everything. And I would just get lost in that. So, you know, I, I wanted to go right to the sources. And that's, you know, people like David Wolf, Daniel Vitalis, uh, you know, I can, I can, uh, Dr. Donna Gates, uh, Dr. Mikola even, and that, you know, in a lot of their educational talks, they would talk about wild foods. I was like, okay, I want to explore this a little bit more. And one of the things was, uh, the thing I started foraging was chaga mushrooms. Mm. So that's a mushroom that grows on a birch, typically in the northern regions. And I learned all about what the medicinal properties of that was and that just opened the door to an endless amount of uh, different things that you can put in your body that would have a medicinal effect and again 
you know, back to what I said about the soil and so on, I'm trying to find the most nutrient-dense foods out there, and chaga is one of those untouched things or really powerful foods that have that medicinal effect. When I started making teas with it and different extractions and kind of my own supplementation, I all of a sudden, something just started happening. I was basically like, wow, this is really powerful. I don't feel this when I consume my typical fruits and veggies and what I think is healthy for me. So I started to feel that uh, medicinal effect. My, my, my digestive system was functioning better. My energy just went up. It's, and, uh, you know, chaga mushroom is uh, antiviral, antifungal uh, properties would balance out my metabolism or my immune system. And when you feel your immune system balanced, you just have all this energy that lasts throughout the day. Nice. I was so gonna, I kind of rambled on a little no, bit I was there, gonna, but <laughs> I, I kind of lost in all what you're saying because I want to hear more. Um, and these mushrooms. It's hard to hold back. I get a little. Bit, I get a little bit too excited talking about this stuff. No, it's great. I, I think it's great. I, I want to say that some of my audience is wondering where can they pick these things up, or do they have to forage with you? <laughs> hey, we could we could definitely start a little foraging class. Uh, I don't know if I'm brave enough for that yet, uh, but. I guess that, that actually brings me to my point, you know, do I start teaching people to forage outside? Is that the best thing for that person? I realize, hey, nobody could be, most people can't be as crazy as me mm-hmm. and just start foraging different foods and make that a part of their diet. So I try to take people or I have them try to meet me halfway. Okay. And that's where supplementation comes in. Uh supplementation is so important right now. I would always get that question of, can't you just do it through food? And I just say, no way. There is no way you can just do it through food these days. And it goes back to what I was talking about. 1930s and 1996. 1996 takes 47 bowls of salad to match one bowl of salad from the 1930s. That's how nutrient and mineral deficient our food is right now. And that, hence why we need that supplementation to replace what we're not getting in our typical food. Hmm. So I would design supplementation protocols to start working on people's health. And don't get me wrong, it's not just a supplementation diet. We, we definitely dive into nutrition and eliminate certain foods that, you know, the typical stuff like uh, genetically modified foods and um, start leaning more towards organic and uh, Basically, try and set up a grocery list instead of a meal plan like here. Here's a grocery list. Stay within these guidelines. Don't go outside of it. And here's a supplementation protocol that will create that same kind of effect that you get from or as close as possible to getting a wild medicinal food. Mm. So we don't have to go and forage for mushrooms? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. But it's definitely a fun practice. And, you know, I do promote these things because diving into, you know, changing in your, your health can be a frustrating experience. And if you have, you know, specifically a partner and, and I'm, I'm engaged and uh, I'm getting married next year and I'm so lucky to uh, have this person in my life that will actually go out in the forest with me and... <laughs> No, she was thinking it was just a hiking food. trip. Come on, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's that's how we kind of fell for each other. I was just like, man, I really want to get. It. You think you're gonna think this is crazy, but you know, I really want to getting into get into foraging. And she was just like, oh my gosh, I want to also. Let's do it. You know, and we just started hiking and just started looking around. And 
you know, from all the books we've read and, and we connected right there. And, uh, you know, back to my point, when uh, something more realistic that I always explain to people when they're trying to change their health is, you know, if you're going to make these nutritional changes, pick a day where you can uh, take these healthy foods, Google a, a healthy recipe, and spend some time together and uh, create, a, you know, a, a great dinner for yourselves that you can enjoy, kind of a dinner date on like a Sunday and start, you know, practicing these different fun things that you can do together. Hmm. So what is Out in the Forest, just as a quick overview? <laughs> well, I just oh, opened up the can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it started off with chaga mushrooms. It's just one of the most powerful foods that you can find out there to finding uh, wild garlic, wild chives, wild carrots, which are not orange, you know, and that's, that's a whole different thing we can go into, but uh, we'll, we would need another hour. Oh. Okay. Typically, wild carrots are actually like a purplish white to uh, different kinds of herbs like lamb's quarter. Um, I'm trying to think around the area right now because I tend to head up north mm. too. Uh, there's sumac, which is kind of a, a berry-like food, which you can make a tea out of, and it's kind of this tart tea that you can drink, and that is just loaded with vitamin C. Uh just real quick here, I mean, Derek, um, what can people do if they don't forage? What What is the next best thing other than, you know, there's there's supplementation route that to bridge the gap, if you will. But then what what other uh, options do people have? That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked that because that definitely will kind of set up what we're trying to talk about here is that foundational health or that foundational health. So there's the whole organic thing, you know, that's, it's a lot of criticism sometimes. A lot of people are just like, I don't need to go organic or, uh, okay, yes, I'll definitely try going organic. Organic, get that organic certification. They need to turn that soil over and remineralize it, put the nutrients back into the soil for eight years. So one of the things you absolutely have to do is go organic because we need those nutrients back in the soil. And that's about as close as we can get right now to the most the easiest thing that we can access to. The next best thing is farmers markets. You know, there's there's farms, local farms that didn't get into poor practices and getting to know your local farms that, that uh, have these great practices. They have much more nutrient-dense foods typically than organic foods, actually. So that's the next best thing. The next best thing is actually wild foods. You could actually get wild foods. To answer your question, you can get wild foods at the store. Things like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods will have wild rice. You know, so instead of white rice or brown rice, which is always being debated, you know, which one's better, white rice or brown rice? And the obvious question would be, or typically what people will answer will be brown rice. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the next best thing? You know, let's throw out white rice and brown rice. Let's dive into wild rice. Let's dive into black rice, much more powerful medicinal foods. Uh, there's also wild fish. You know, do you want to do farmed fish or wild fish? So what you want to look for at the store is that wild-caught fish. You're going to get a much more uh, or a much healthier fish than in comparison to, you know, a farmed fish that could be 
uh, you know, defecated on by caged uh, animals or chickens or so on, uh, you're going to get that much cleaner fish. To even wild berries, you can get frozen wild berries at the store, like uh, you know, and Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, or any kind of health food stores, or even some of the the local. Uh, typical places like Jewel and Meyer are, are starting to make those changes too. So you can find wild berries too. Wild arugula, you know, which is a, a, a great green vegetable that is full of vitamin K. So there's definitely wild foods that you could actually buy at the store that uh, is typically a little bit higher in price, but not as expensive as organic foods. Hmm. What, what, what is it that um, besides the nutritional benefits what else do you see as the benefits for trying wild it, it definitely yeah that's a tough question because it definitely dives into genetics you know when you introduce something that has a powerful genetic effect or can influence your genes which is called epigenomes you're getting a much more that 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 medicinal effect basically it basically goes beyond medicinal effects. It's you're influencing your genes, and epigenomes has to do with turning genes on, turning things off. What do you want turned off? You want genes that run in your family, like diabetes, heart disease. Uh, you want those genes turned off. The good stuff you want turned on is you know a, a functioning metabolism, things that are going to make you superhuman, things that are going to uh, affect your immune system or keep that nice and balanced, uh, stuff that's going to give you energy and so on. So that kind of dives into epigenomes. When you consume the most powerful foods in your body, it's going to have that epigenetic effect. Very good. Actually, um, you're, you're touching on the genetic side of things, which is, uh, that's, that's, can you explain that for our audience who doesn't, who don't know our genetic makeup and all that stuff? Well, definitely one of the things that, that they should know is that, you know, the obvious thing is it's just because, you know, diabetes runs in your family uh, doesn't mean that you're going to get diabetes later, you know. So that, that I can't remember the percentage. It might be a 6% chance to 10% chance that you can get diabetes if you're a healthy person or you have healthy practices. Um you know, and let's be real, if diabetes runs in your family, nobody runs in your family. <laughs> so, <laughs> so movements and exercise and proper nutrition, you can influence your genes. Obviously, you can't change them, but you can definitely influence them. And all the things that you're worried about in your family that could run in your family, like heart disease and cancer and so on, you can definitely make changes where you won't have to worry about that later in life. Yeah, absolutely. Um we're all made up of genes and um, these genes activate and they turn off um, and like you said for our hair color our you know everything right basically it runs our bodies and it's so important yeah to have, yeah yeah have these functioning optimal. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah a tough question but you know it's definitely <laughs> no, I, we could I, just dive into genetics. But one of the things that I'm really glad that you said is you said hair color and so on. So with clientele or members that I've worked with, the people that I've worked with, you know, it's fun to hear their responses when things start to change. They start to get healthier. Like, wow, my, my hair's changed, my nails have changed, and 
my skin's different. So that that's your genetics. Your genetics are the good stuff is getting turned on, turned back on, basically. Yeah. Gray hair is going away or um, wrinkles are going away. So you really, people really shouldn't focus on genetics so much. They should, well, I shouldn't say that. They should focus on genetics, but they shouldn't focus on the things that runs in their family because they can easily make changes. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as um, what you would suggest for people to do uh, besides foraging and buying organic, what other um, things could people be doing for uh, optimal health? Definitely water. We, we, we always go back to water when we're talking about health. You know, people drinking enough of it, and so on, but I, I like to dive a little bit deeper. We definitely want to look at those different kinds of waters that are out there that have that alkaline level. The body needs to be alkaline, uh, slightly alkaline, I should say. I believe it's 7.25 or 7.35 needs to be at that level because when we're alkaline, we're feeling good, body's functioning better, uh, disease can't survive disease can survive in an acidic environment. And typically we're acidic because we have too much sugar, pollution, bad water. You know, it's, it's hard to avoid. So one of the best things you can do is try to get your body alkaline. More alkaline foods, like different vegetables, greens, a lot, a lot of different colors in, in your vegetables, um, and spe- specifically water. You know, if you, if you dive into alkaline water, and I'm not talking about like Gatorade, or coconut water that you can buy off the shelf and so on. Talking about just straight up uh, alkaline water. And you can buy that at the store or you can buy regular water and add a little pinch of sea salt. Maybe add some, you know, squeeze a lemon in there, add some stevia or raw honey, and you're going to have an alkaline drink. You know, I definitely try to preach to people hey, don't just drink straight water. Add, squeeze a lemon in there, squeeze or a pinch, uh, put a pinch of sea salt in there to create a, an alkaline effect. And you notice that, you know, and people have experienced this, that they'll drink a ton of water and still feel thirsty. Mm-hmm. And it's because they ha- they're acidic. They need to get to that alkaline level. Yeah. When you add that sea salt, the body starts to become more alkaline, and they feel more nourished. So definitely water is huge, huge, huge. Drink enough of it, add a pinch of sea salt, and make an alkaline. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm um, fully on board on that idea of alkalinity. Um, been practicing it for some time and advocating it as well. And I was going to say that um, if there's one thing that I think uh, you haven't touched on was like uh, the, the proteins or the meats. Uh, speaking of alkalinity, do we do we stay away from it 100 percent? Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> You know, meat, uh, you know, it's definitely hard to dive into meat and proteins because obviously we're a meat-eating culture. Um, but once you start to get healthier, you start to notice that you don't crave meat so much. Because your body enjoys that alkaline or that pH level so much that you don't crave meat so much. And meats tend to be more that acidic Mm-hmm. Uh, or create that more acidic effect. Obviously, we need certain fats and so on in, in meats and certain vitamins and, and, and so on that uh, we crave. 
but once you become a little bit healthy, you start to notice you don't crave it so much, and there'll, there'll be days where you're like, oh, my gosh, I haven't eaten meat for three, four days because I'm eating so many vegetables and, and nourishing foods that I don't crave it so much. And one other thing is that you'll find a lot more absorbable protein in vegetables like broccoli and, and kale and spinach. Yeah, so so um, I, I'm kind of on this 80-20 rule where, you know, 80% of your plate should be, you know, water-dense, plant-based, and then, you know, 20% um, combined, combination of uh, uh, fish or proteins of some sort. And uh, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a great way to really simplify it. But one of you know, advice that I can give people is that you listen to your body. Some people, you know, like people that go vegetarian or vegan and so on, some people could really pull it off. It's, it's rare. But those people just really do well with being vegan or vegetarian. Uh, the, the best advice that I, that I can give is just listen to your body. Does it really crave that much meat? You know, listen to it. And that 80-20 rule is definitely a great practice to practice, but use it also as an educational tool. See how your body feels when you have a little bit less meat than you typically get in your diet. So, yeah, I love it. I love 80-20. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I watch people or I, I hear people and they're like craving burgers or certain things. And it's not once, but a lot of times. What would you tell those types of people? Is it in their head or is it just, you know, their habit? Well, definitely, they're, they're getting that drug effect. You know, there's obviously a lot of artificial things and, you know, fast food and, and burgers and, and, and wheat flour and things like that will create that sugar drug effect. So it's just stimulating certain chemicals in their body, making them crave more and more. So, yeah, it's in their head. At the same time, they're creating that chemical reaction in which their brain is just going to crave more and more and more uh, meats or bad foods that they don't want. So that's that's the importance of like detoxing then, or is that detoxing just a, a fancy term for just cut it out and let your body normalize? <laughs> well, yeah, detoxing. I mean, is a huge part of the the human's body, the human body's function. You know, it, it's constantly detoxing foods. But if you keep putting toxic foods in your body, uh, it's really hard for the body to detox it. Hence, why you know toxins will end up in fat storage cells and make it hard for people to lose weight. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, of detoxing programs. I, I do believe the programs are getting better and the technology is, is getting better out there, or I should say the education is getting better. Hmm. And I'll get a lot of questions like, aren't you just going to gain it right back? Well, no. You're, if you do it right, if you continue on a maintenance hmm. program, you can definitely continue to lose weight or maintain your weight or maintain the improvements of your health. So detoxing is huge, huge, huge. Again, I kind of go back, wild foods, de they detox your body. Uh, greens, you know, different colored vegetables detoxes the body. If you start putting those foods in your, in your body, it's going to start detoxing. You're going to start uh, craving, you know, fast food less. You're not going to crave it so much, and you're going to be able to resist it or you're not even really going to crave it at all. Yeah. Yeah. There is some connection to all that food and chemicals and how it affects people's, uh, cravings and thought patterns, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it's definitely a step-by-step process. You know, it's, it's hard. It, it can be frustrating, but if you get, people need to get in front of a health professional, period. Yeah. Like I said, you know, when I was 25 years old, I tried Google different, you know, what's wrong with me right now? Why don't I feel right? I'm Googling, why do I have headaches every day? And it, it's frustrating. You, you, the, the different information that's out there, so much stuff out there, what's the right thing? to listen to and you got to really get in front of the right person or right teacher or health professional to start making those different or start making the right step towards your health because one thing that works for one person isn't going to work for another you need that person that health professional needs to guide that person help them figure out exactly what's going to work for them specifically and they should start diving towards cleaning up their diet start adding the best possible foods in their diet and possibly going if they're if it's the right time going towards some kind of detoxing program you really need to hit that reset button to really understand what's going on with your body and what direction you should go with your health yeah you know all of this is a uh, great information great nuggets of of information to to use and, and to apply if anyone wants to uh, optimal health. Um, pretty much at the end here, Derek, and it was a fast 30. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, it goes pretty fast. And how do people get a hold of you? And if you have any last piece of advice or suggestions for our audience? The last advice I, I can give is start listening to your body. Start looking for different things you're, you're feeling on a daily basis. Are, are you, how are you feeling? Do you still, do you feel like you're 18 anymore? Do you want that back? Do you get headaches? Do you have allergies? Listen to your digestive system. Are you stressed out all the time? Are, are you full of anxiety? Are you having trouble sleeping? We need to figure out what's going on there. Your body is telling you something and we need to figure out what's wrong. And we got to put those puzzle pieces together to help. You know, is the liver functioning right? Are the kidneys working right? What's wrong with the digestive system? Let's let's focus on sleep, and we need to improve people their their diet and start making those changes that will lean towards fixing those different things that are that are wrong. And once people are starting to feel good, they'll start going in the right direction. And you know that that's what I do. I, I sit down with people. I you know I ask them. You know obviously ultimately what is your goal what do you wish to accomplish you know where's your nutrition at then i'll really start diving into how are you feeling right now you know where's your energy at do you feel like you have a ton of energy how how are you sleeping are you having trouble falling asleep are you having trouble staying asleep do you have allergies do you you know do you have any anxiousness and obviously their their medical history and we start Mm -hmm. there what's going on on the inside then we can start fixing you know the the obvious vanity uh, stuff on the outside, you know, how, how you look and losing the weight and, and so on. I get people feeling good because if they're not feeling right, they're not going to see the results that they want to see. So Derek, how, how do people get a hold of you? You can contact me at USA Athletic Club and Spa in North Aurora, Illinois. Give me a call at 630-907-1991. And I will schedule a free consultation, which I'll sit down with you for a full hour, go over your goals, see where your nutrition is at, really try and figure out exactly what we need to do to point you in the right direction to get you to that foundational health. Great. 
nice job, Derek. It was great talking with you. Great pieces of information, uh, nuggets about foraging and uh, how to be healthier for optimal health. And uh, I'll see you later. Thank you so much, Eric. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to Eric W. Sue for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.